0: The work you do for your clients feels fulfilling and impactful, but running a business, that feels hard. You're not only in charge of your client work, you're also head of marketing, management, admin, client satisfaction, systems and processes. Yeah, it can feel overwhelming. That's where this podcast comes in. You're listening to The Simple Business Show with me, Nisha Woolery. Each week, we'll discuss simple ways to start, market, and organize your service-based business. My mission? To teach solopreneurs how to simplify their business so they can earn more money by doing less stuff. Let's dive in. Just quickly interrupting the show to let you know about the freebie that comes with this episode. If you know you need to organize your service-based business, but you think you don't have time and you don't even know where to start, don't worry, I've got you. I created a free roadmap called the Roadmap to Organize Your Business, and it maps out the exact 10 areas of your biz that you need to organize ASAP. Step one is an area most solopreneurs overlook, but organize this and you'll not only achieve peace of mind, you'll most likely make more income. To download your free roadmap, go to nishawillery.com slash roadmap. Hey guys, Nisha here. It's been a while since since I made a video. So I am super excited to be talking with you again today. To be honest, I just haven't felt like doing live streams for quite some time, especially like when COVID happened, since all of that, but lately I've just been getting the itch to do them again, so I thought I'll give it a go, see if I want to make it like a regular thing. But today I wanted to talk with you about why you don't always need to strive for exponential growth, and why you don't always you know, have to want to build this huge online empire like a lot of online business owners do. There's nothing wrong with that, but you know, I want us to talk about why it's actually okay to not want that as well. So before I dive in, I do want to let you know that I do these videos on Facebook and then I repost them to YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and click the bell icon below so that you don't miss future videos. And if you're watching this on Facebook and you're here with me live or you're watching the replay, then go ahead and give this video a like um, if you're excited about what we're going to be talking about today. So let me start off by telling you why I started my business because I feel like that is really important when we're when we're having this discussion about defining business success and defining what we want our business to be and where we want it to go and how large we want it to grow. Because when I first started my business. I honestly started it because I wanted to live a freedom lifestyle. I, at the time, I was working in a shop where I sold, I mainly sold men's underwear, men's clothing. I had a boss who I was very scared of. I worked for minimum wage. My job was pretty boring and unfulfilling and I often felt stuck in kind of stuck in my hometown when there was this like big wide world out there that I just really wanted to explore. Um So yeah, so I didn't have the desire to, you know, make millions or build an empire or impact millions of lives. I didn't have the desire to have a team to get hundreds of thousands of followers or anything like that. I just wanted freedom. And I can actually remember there was a time at By my boyfriend at the time, Um, me and him were hanging out on a Saturday night and I was on my iPad and I was reading this blog post by this entrepreneur who was living the exact freedom-filled lifestyle that I wanted. She was living in Costa Rica, and she was running her business out there, and she was just having these awesome adventures. And I I actually remember there being like a little tear that came out of my eye that I quickly wiped away because I didn't want him to see. Because all I could think was, you know, I would love to have that lifestyle. And it is so far from the one that I am living right now. And yeah, it just made me realize how far I was from the lifestyle that I knew would fulfill me and I knew was the lifestyle that I wanted. So, so yeah, so I wanted that freedom filled lifestyle. I didn't want to work full time, didn't want to work eight hour days. I wanted to actually travel and be able to enjoy the places that I went to, like actually have the time to explore them. And I also wanted to um, have time to do things that I enjoy, like hobbies and my inner work. Anybody who's listened to my podcast episode all about my morning routine will know that every morning I have this routine where I get up and I journal and I do some meditation and I read a book and I do some Bible reading sometimes, all these different things. I just wanted to make sure that I had the time to live this, this wholesome and well-rounded lifestyle that I'd always wanted. And on top of that, to do fulfilling work and not just work in a shop, making somebody, somebody else's money and doing something that doesn't light me up, like selling men's underwear. So that was me when I first uh, sort of thought about starting my business. And At that time, I started my business around the same time that a lot of the millionaire names that you now see in the online world, um, around the same time as them was when I started. In fact, one of the biggest names in the online business world is someone that I actually used to refer web design work to when the client couldn't afford my service and needed to hire someone whose service was a little bit cheaper. She's now gone on to be like the leading name in the online business world. And I'm, I'm always rooted for her. I love to see, I love to see other women succeed. It's it's just a beautiful thing to watch to see anybody succeed basically and do, you know what they want to do and live the lifestyle they want to live. It's always awesome. However, <laughs> however, there have definitely been times, periods of time, where I've thought to myself, should I be where she is? Should I be where the people who start at the same time as me are now? Should I want that or should I have wanted that over these years? Because to me, you know, I, I've built what I deem as a successful business. I've built a six figure business working 20 hours a week and traveling the world. And I love what I've built, but it's human to compare, right? It's, it's so human to compare ourselves to other people, especially when it's the people who have started something around the same time as us or in our personal lives. It could also be. You find yourself comparing to people the same age as you. Maybe you are 30 and your friend is 30 and she's brought home and you haven't. And you're like, maybe I should have, you know, done that too. Maybe I should be at that point or maybe she's married and you're not. And you're like, Oh, I should be there by now. I do think that it's a very human thing to do to compare ourselves to where other people are. Um, and I definitely. Used to do it a lot. I don't do it so much anymore in my business, to be honest. Um, I still catch myself doing it from time to time, but let me know if you can relate. Comment below with a yes if you find yourself struck with a little bit of comparisonitis from time to time. I do want to say, you know, again, I do want to emphasize it's a human thing and it's going to happen, but here is the mistake that I was making. And I feel like so many of you may be making as well. I was adopting Other people's definitions of success instead of creating my own in my business. Instead of asking myself, you know, is fast growth really a priority to me? Is a team of employees really what I want? Is an office space really what I want? Do I really want to speak at events? Do I really want to pay myself, you know, 30% of my profits instead of putting it all, you know, and then like put the rest all into growing my empire? I think, you know, sometimes we see other entrepreneurs and we see how they have achieved success. And we think, oh, maybe I should have done it that way. And maybe I should have the things that they have. Maybe I should strive for the things that they have have strove for. Is that a word? (laughs) Hopefully it is. Um, And it's okay to want all of those things. Like any of the things that I've just mentioned, there's nothing wrong with wanting any of them. But it's also okay to not want those things. You get to define your own version of success and you should because at the end of the day, if you strive for anybody else's version of success that is not truly in your heart and soul, it's not really truly what you deem as success in life, then you will reach that point and you'll feel disappointed and you'll feel let down, you know, let down by yourself, let down by the fact that you didn't actually go for your own version of success, but you just tried to mimic other people's or you just went along with the flow. I think that a lot of us can get caught up in doing this. And when we do, It's almost like we're not sitting in the driver's seat of our life, which is sitting in the passenger seat and we're letting other people drive our lives for us. We're letting other people drive our businesses for us. And I, yeah, I I often think, oh, I don't want that to be me. I don't want, I don't want somebody else driving my car, (laughs) so to speak, because you really will wake up one day. And think, wow, I've wasted so many years living a life, running a business that was not really my own. And I'm not saying, by the way, that you should not want to grow or that you should want to plateau, although I do think that that's okay too. Because I think that there are seasons in business where it's perfectly fine to earn the same amount of money that you did last year, for instance, and not experience like exponential growth. But I'm not saying that like you should never want to grow. But what I am saying is that we should question the ways that we grow and we should question how much we grow and not just grow for growth's sake and forget the reasons why we chose to start a business in the first place, which for most of us is freedom, right? Most of us started our businesses because we wanted freedom and then we start them and we get caught up in growth and we get caught up in this next milestone and then this one and this one and she's doing this and I should be doing that too or she's got this I want that too and sometimes we really do forget the reasons why we started in the first place I mean I was looking today at a survey that I'd done of my audience this time last year I think it was did a survey and I asked all the people who hadn't started their businesses yet or taken them full-time so I asked them you know why do you want to start your business And all of the answers were so beautiful. All of the answers were things like, I want the freedom to travel the world. I want freedom to spend more time with my kids. I want to be able to do whatever I want, whenever I want. I want to be able to take walks midday just because. Like all of these kinds of freedom-based replies, yet we often forget the freedom that we initially wanted in our businesses. And we treat our businesses like the nine-to-fives that we were at before our businesses came along and we just replace being chained to our nine to fives of being chained to our businesses and being chained to um, exponential growth, you know, because that's like the trendy thing at the moment. Yeah. And I just think for me, I am all for making a good living, do not get me wrong, <laughs> but I'm all for making a good living, but not at the expense of my peace of mind and mental health, of being able to work 20 hours a week, being able to travel the world, being able to spend some time each day on my inner work, or like going for my daily walks, which I absolutely love, just going for a walk with no time limit, it could be 10 minutes, it could be one hour, I don't know, but I love getting lost in nature. And I I love getting up and having my long morning routines. And I don't want to grow my business and have to lose any of those things. or, Or I should say rather, I don't want to grow my business in a way that would make me lose any of those things and any of those freedoms. We're told that success comes with sacrifice. We're told, you know, your dream is worth more than your sleep. Or that quote that is constantly going around Instagram that says something like, entrepreneurship is living a few years like most people don't so you can live the rest of your life like most people can't we're told these things all the time but the truth is that success and entrepreneurship can be whatever we want them to be we get to decide it can be that way if we want it to be that way there's nothing wrong with that If we are the type who, who love hustle, you know, like the hustle culture, some of of us just do love that way of being. If we love the hustle culture, we love the idea of making millions. Like if that is your definition of success, then go for it. And like, go get it, go show us that you get it. Like, just, just make it happen. But also if that's not you, that's okay. You get to decide what success is. You get to decide what entrepreneurship looks like for you. People love to tell you what success is. And they love to push their own definition of it onto you. And not just in business, you'll find this like everywhere in life. You know, like when you're, I don't know if anybody else here watching this is single. I'm single. And sometimes people will be like, oh, I can't believe that you're still single. Like, shouldn't you be married by now? Or something like this. And that is like something that I don't take personally anymore because I just see it as them kind of pushing their own definition of success onto me. Like they see that I am a 26 year old who is not in a relationship and think to themselves, I couldn't have been, have, have gotten to that age and not been in a relationship. And that's totally fine. But I think that we do need to be careful to not let people push their definitions of success onto us. And the same thing applies in business, right? Like we can, we can be talking to people. I know that I was talking to someone once and I said, I don't really want to make millions of pounds. Um, I mean, like, it's cool. Don't get me wrong, but it's just not a priority for me. And it's just not really what I want, and I just remember the the response was being, was was so much shock, right? And so much defiance that maybe it was a mindset issue or something like this. And I, for a time, I thought to myself, maybe it is. But as I have grown and as my business has grown and everything, I just, I know that it's just because it's not a mindset issue. It's just not what I want right now. And that is, it, that is perfectly okay. And it may change in the future. It may not. But I really felt like it was important for some reason to just like hop on a live stream today, hop on this video with you guys, this podcast, if you're listening to it over there (laughs) and just remind you that success is yours to define. People love to tell you what it is. People love to tell you the right way to run your business, but success is yours to define and entrepreneurship is yours to define and you get to run your business however feels good to you and this means by the way this means finding mentors who run their business in a way that feels good to you. Just want to give a quick shout out to this week's sponsor my free masterclass the simple 10-step plan to organize your service-based business even if you have no time. If you've been feeling stressed and overwhelmed from doing hashtag all the things in your biz and you're ready to stress less, work less hours, but make more money, this masterclass is for you. You'll not only learn my simple 10-step framework to organising your business, you'll also learn how organising it can double your income. No exaggeration, I'll even show you how one of my students achieved this. Go to nishawallery.com slash masterclass to sign up today. Another thing that I have noticed recently, and the thing is I did this as well, so this is maybe why I keep noticing it in other people. Sometimes we'll think to ourselves, I want to achieve X. Like let's say for instance that your goal is you really want to make, I don't know, let's say you really want to make like 10K months or something like this. And you found somebody who does... Reach 10k months and she teaches other people how to do that, right? Which is awesome. The thing that you need to take into account isn't just that, you know, has this person um, reached the milestone that I want to reach? Can they teach me how to do it? Yes, of course, she seems like she can do that. But also you need to ask yourself, does she have the same values as me? Does she run her business in a way that I would like to run my business? Or are we two very different people when it comes to that? Because it's all fine and dandy to go and find somebody who has reached those 10k months who can teach you how to do that. But if they don't teach you how to do it in a way that feels good to you, you will ultimately be losing, right? And I think another thing that we often take not take for granted, but we kind of don't think about when we're choosing mentors is along the same lines of what I said just, which was, are they running their business in a way that would feel good to you? If somebody is extremely extroverted, right? If someone's very extroverted and they run their business in a very extroverted way, and you're very introverted, They're not going to teach you to run your business in a way that will feel good to you because some of the things that they enjoy and the things that work well for them, maybe it could be things like, I don't know, like daily live streams or like weekly live streams or pitching in the DMs and like voice notes and stuff like this. Maybe if you're a very introverted, shy person, maybe those things won't feel good to you. So it's really important to just make sure that you find someone who has the same values as you. And I know I went on a bit of a tangent (laughs) with that, but hopefully you stuck with me on it. Anyway, I want to get back to what we were originally talking about, which is essentially defining your own version of success, right? So what I want you to do, if you're willing to do it, is write down why you started your business. So write it down in a piece of paper and stick it up somewhere. You can see it every day. So maybe for you, you have kids, and maybe your why was so that you could spend less time, you know, slaving for your nine to five job and more time with your kids. Or maybe it was so that you could homeschool them, whatever it is, write it down, stick it up, maybe print out a photo if you obviously you would have one (laughs) of your kids, put the photo with it so that every time you go to compare your income or your income goals, and compare any of your business goals, or any time that you want to do something just for growth's sake, look at what you stuck up. Okay, look at your reason for why and ask yourself, is what I'm about to do, or what I'm thinking of doing in my business, does it support my reason for being in business? It could be you know, that you don't have kids but maybe you quit your job so that you could travel the world and then you started your business, you got caught up in the growth game and you realise you haven't actually done that much travelling or you have kind of made it impossible for you to do that as much as you would like. You know, I I feel like having your why up somewhere and a picture that represents your why Really can help to center us and make sure that all of the decisions that we make in our businesses are not decisions that we're making because somebody else has made them, because somebody else is doing them, because somebody tells us we should do that, but our decisions we're making because they align with us and our, and our big why and our reason for being in business in the first place. Another thing that I would, I would love you to do is to question the ways that you actually want to grow. So, write down everything that does not seem fun or fulfilling to you in business and be brutally honest. Okay. This could be things like hiring employees. It could be things like, I don't know, like launching a course. It could be things like having an office space. Just write down everything that doesn't feel fun to you, everything that feels like you just would not enjoy doing that. Write it down, be really honest, because if you don't, if you don't define what you don't want, it's really hard to figure out what you do want. So write down everything you don't want. And I often find, and let me know if this is, if this is you as well, comment and let me know. Um, I'll be reading all of these comments at the end of this live stream, by the way. Comment and let me know if you find it really hard sometimes to figure out what you want in your business, what you truly want. It could be like what you want to launch next or what services you want to offer and what your niche is. Like, sometimes it's so hard to figure out what we want. And I think that it could possibly be because we're living in this day and age where we're constantly consuming information and we're constantly on social media and seeing what other people are doing and comparing ourselves or thinking you know that looks great what she's doing i would love to do this but i would also love to do this and she's doing it this way maybe that would work for me but when you write down the things that you really don't want the things that are really not for you then when those moments come up where you see someone doing something and you think maybe i should be doing it that way you could look at your list and if it's on that list you know you know, really in your heart of hearts, it is not something that you want, it's just that you're seeing other people doing it, and you're thinking maybe you should do it as well. I think that the next thing that we need to talk about is kind of polarizing, (laughs) it's like, it's a bit of a, um, I don't know, I guess it's something that some people aren't going to agree with me on, and I do want to say up front that it's totally fine to not agree, it's totally fine to have different opinions to people, in the business world. So if your opinion is different to mine on this, that is perfectly fine. But in the business world, I think that, I think personally, that growth for growth's sake is the norm. And it's like, once you hit an income goal, then you must strive for bigger and more and better. And no one ever tells you that it is okay to set a limit on the amount of money that you want to make. And that it's actually okay to have like a dream income goal that would be like a dream for you, not somebody else's dream, but your dream, and to reach that certain amount and be content with that. Maybe not forever, because there's certainly going to be seasons where you genuinely desire growth. But I think the problem is, for many of us, that we fall into this trap of believing that growth is linear, or it should be linear. When really, there's that famous quote, right, that a flower doesn't bloom all year long. And not every season is a season of growth. Not every season is a season when you have to grow exponentially, you know? And it is perfectly okay to choose a limit for yourself. I don't want to say, want to use the word limit, but like choose something for yourself and reach that point and be a-okay with that. Like be a-okay with... Um, being content with reaching that goal. You know, you don't have to hustle like a mad person all the time in every season and you don't have to grow exponentially fast because what I've often seen with um, some of my friends who have grown exponentially fast is that they then really struggled to keep up with the growth. And I just think that for some people, that is great. You know, that is their definition of success. And that is great because like I said, we each get to define success for ourselves. But if it's not success for you, then that is okay too. Like you can grow sustainably and that, and let that be enough for you. There's this quote by Paul Jarvis that says that work can be done at a pace that supports my sanity rather than a pace that supports costly overhead expenses and salaries. And I read that and I was like, yes, Paul, like that really, um, I feel like he and I have a lot of similar beliefs when it comes to growing sustainably. And I would I would tweak that and I would go as far as to say your business can grow at a pace that supports your sanity rather than one that supports costly overheads, expenses and salaries. You know, you do you. You do business the way that you want to do business, the way that feels good to you. Follow more of the people who share your values than the ones who don't. And get into the habit of asking yourself why you do certain things or why you want to achieve certain things. If you genuinely want them because that is success for you, then go right on ahead. But if your answer is ever because such and so-and-so is doing it or such and so-and-so has done it and I should do it too, or if your answer is ever, you know, just because you think you should, then that isn't a good enough reason. All right, so hopefully you guys have enjoyed this and yeah if you're watching the replay comment replay and let me know because I would love to come and say hi I'm just gonna flick over to the comments Louisa so Louisa said so timely for me right now thanks for this I'll check in with myself about what I want out of life again to make sure I make the next step the right way yeah absolutely Louisa that's that's such a, a great thing to do is just to check in with yourself we all have to do it from time to time I mean, for me, I set this really massive income goal last year for this year, and I i just, it doesn't feel right. It just did not feel right to me, and um, yeah, and it, it took some self-questioning for me too to really look at it and think, is this the right next step for me, or is it just not right for me at the moment? Maybe that will change in the future, but you know, is it right for me right now? So sometimes we do just have to do that. Just check in with ourselves and make sure that we're doing things for the right reasons and not just because we are seeing other people do them. But yeah, it was awesome chatting. I hope that you enjoyed this. I'm looking forward to seeing um, other people's, you know, opinions on this. So do let me know. Any opinion is, is right because your opinion, you know, is your opinion. There's no right or wrong. So do let me know. Louisa says, I love the idea of having your why up on the wall. Totally doing that. Yes, you totally should. And if you have a photo, because I know, Louisa, that you love to travel. Um, my why is definitely freedom-based and travel-based. And um, it's based all about my freedom and my peace of mind. So I chose a photo of me from my first solo trip to Bali because I was so happy on that trip. I felt so brave and empowered and I felt like I was just living that life that I had dreamt of when I sat with my ex-boyfriend years and years ago, uh, reading that blog post about that entrepreneur who... Lived in Costa Rica, and I was like, wow, you know, I'm doing this thing. I'm actually living the lifestyle that I want to live. So I chose that photo for mine and I put it up. um, And yeah, it just kind of reminds me why I'm doing all of this in the first place. So let me know if you do it. I would love to see actually what photo you guys or choose to write or even if you don't choose sorry not to write to stick up or even if you don't choose to stick up a photo and you choose to stick up you know a sentence or something take a photo and send it to me on Instagram I'm at Nisha Willery because I'd love to see but thank you guys for joining me and I will catch you soon hey friend thanks for tuning in If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss future episodes. And if you're feeling extra motivated by what was discussed today, I would seriously appreciate it if you'd open up the Apple Podcast app on your phone and leave a super quick review. Honestly, your reviews tell iTunes that this podcast is worth listening to. And iTunes then gets this show in front of more solopreneurs so they can get the help they need to bring more inner calm to their business. Okay, that's it from me today. Thank you for listening and I will speak to you soon.